0: Yeah, are you yeah, Justin that's, Levels in the top right now?
1: Huh?
2: You don't look like you're Justin Levels like you're, as we're talking. You look like you're playing Crash Bandicoot. I am
1: playing Crash Bandicoot.
2: I'm okay. Dang. Well, <laughs> I just watched him play Crash Bandicoot. I'm so bad at this Um, Steve. yeah. The
1: mechanics are really—they're ha- just really difficult. If
2: that's you're really I'm good at it, what are you? calling i didn't
0: know they had it on the Switch. I thought like, it was like a PlayStation thing. It
1: is, but they just remastered the first. Oh thing yeah. And put it on here, which is what Nintendo's been doing, which is. Great business move. I mean to get the nostalgia factor on the Switch. Yeah, that's what Disney's I'll buy doing every game that they re release on Nintendo
2: Switch. If I can take it anywhere with me. Nostalgia's the number one business move right now. It is. Movies,
1: games, yeah. yep. music. And
0: and people like complain about it but it won't stop until we stop paying for it. Which is you never. know Yeah, exactly. We're never like, gonna stop paying for like it. Like there's the curiosity factor of like, oh what what will uh eight women robin, you know, the Met Gala be like Compared to eleven guys robbing a casino,
2: you're talking about the Ocean's Eight movie. Yeah, yeah. So I it's like I don't support that at all. Oh my god! I don't support it because <laughs> the other like ones a... were directed by Steven Soderbergh, yeah. who's a genius, and that one wasn't. And uh, I know. So that's I'm Who's saying. that lady I don't like? That's in it, Sandra Bullock. Oh yeah, I can't stand uh, Sandra
0: Bullock. Man, she can't act. Yeah. she's not good. I mean, like, there's that. There's like, I a, like that movie where I she's stuck Charlie in space. Charlie's Angels three, or Charlie's Angels two coming out.
2: That's gonna be but good, like, man. Nostalgia factor high on but
0: that. But it doesn't have does it have Lucy Liu in it? Because like, what's the point then?
2: The real question is is what can a business not bring back? Like, what's something that's so bad from the nostalgia factor that if they did it, it wouldn't work? Like, uh, like Jinko jeans didn't really work. Like, people kept saying, "Oh, Jinko's are coming back," but I really yeah. never saw anybody wearing Jinkos. so they didn't. That didn't work. Yeah,
0: I I think that. Um, yeah, you know, hit or miss on clothing for sure yeah, because. Clothing. uh some of it's like really good, but you have to have the right people endorse it. Like Champions coming back and um, see, Reebok's coming perfect... back, Adidas coming back. So it's like those types of things. You get popular people or the right people to endorse it. Um and that's that's hot again.
2: Yeah, I, I could see uh I could see Zach Ayapa wearing the multicolored pants he used to wear. He used to have a lot of different colors of jeans. <laughs> I feel like he could really endorse uh multicolored jeans again. Yeah, down in Missouri.
0: Yeah, let's let's see if he, when he gets on tonight,
2: yeah. let's ask him about it.
0: Let's ask if he's if he's. I do those. I do think um, that
2: you are the exact right person though to tell us what nostalgia fashion is not coming back, and what nostalgia fashion might come back. You know, I mean, yeah. Let's just say if you were if you were if you were buying or selling on on an idea, you know, like yeah. What um, do you feel? I mean,
0: like. So, so the fashion aspect that's that's a hard thing for me to think um nostalgia because things that I didn't think would come back did like bell bottom jeans or like nineteen seventies like uh thick heeled boots.
2: Like, oh, yeah, like the Harley Doc Martens are back. Harley like, boots now. You
0: know. you know, those those types of things, corduroy and and uh like dull colors, like dull yellows, burnt oranges, like cute greens. Um the type of things that make you feel like you're back in your grandma's house on like that dope, like silky clad couch.
2: So welcome to this episode of the M.I. Bowler podcast. We are live in the temple, but we're not actually live because this has now been pre-recorded and you're listening later. But if you want to pretend you're listening live, that's cool. Elijah's in here He's recording us He's doing his job As a sound engineer Which is mostly him Playing Crash Bandicoot Very poorly uh, Zach Iapa Is 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 in the other room Talking to uh, The Settles family He won't stop talking He's just so excited To talk about The good old days He's, he's said Justin Like three times um, I, I don't know What he's really Talking about But he's excited And he's with him. They're having a great time But man We can't wait To have him on the show today uh, we got a great show for you. Uh, we've got a lot of uh, a lot of special guests. Like our number one special guest is, is Zach, but our number two ones is going to be Dalton and I's minds. And uh, <laughs> basketball's been really moving, and we're so excited to talk about basketball. And if you're not into basketball, you should still listen because you never know we might have some hot takes that really grab your attention in the middle of that. And if you're not into basketball, that's cool. You know that's that's all right. You're just missing out on the greatest thing in life. So here's the show.
0: What,
2: what I think is
0: nostalgia that doesn't make a good comeback in, uh, in a good comeback in like a lasting or widespread range is uh, toys. I don't think toys make, do a good job at coming back uh, yeah. because adults don't want to play with the toys that they had and kids don't care about toys yeah, like, in the same uh, way as like fashion.
2: I remember Stretch Armstrong? Yeah. People were really into that, but I don't feel like any kids want that for Christmas.
0: Like, you don't see Power Rangers, like, back on the shelves, flying off and things like that. Like I don't see what back on the shelf? Power Rangers.
1: But the value Power of Power Rangers, Rangers is yeah. high for, like, for nostalgic reasons, yeah. but kids aren't buying Yeah, it.
0: exactly. Yeah. Um, you, you're not... You're getting more resale when it comes into toys not so much new market yeah
2: you're selling it to old guys who yeah. really still like toys here's the
1: thing <laughs> exactly <And> that's <laughs> that's the but,
2: but that's a market okay
1: think about this hey, comic-con so, like, how much would like a power rangers like toy figure cost like an action figure just one
0: like uh to produce or to buy no like to
1: buy like the consumer market how much would it cost like even back in the day like, Uh-oh. would it be like 10 Yeah, 10 bucks I mean, or Yeah, so? yeah. Let's Think just about, say $10, like, You could sell a Power Rangers pack on Fortnite for 20 dollars Yes, yeah,
0: exactly. That's true. that's true. So virtual.
2: That's true. Do they have
1: a Power Rangers pack on I, Fortnite? I don't know, but they should. God, like, man, yeah. they should. That and would they, be huge. they make so much yeah. money, even kids that didn't grow up on it because they've heard about
2: yeah. it. Oh, yeah, that would be huge. You it's just like all the kids got the football one when it came out, but they you not even watch right, football. Right. That, that's, that's a good
0: Like Dang. good point, you know, like virtual right. a baller. That's That kind of makes me think about uh, Star Wars. You know, I was thinking about this the other day because Star Wars is so popular right now. But More you know, than ever. But, you know, when Elijah and I were kids, we didn't have the good Star Wars. We had, like, you know, pod racing was cool. Lego um, Star Wars was cooler than Star yeah. Wars. <laughs> yeah, and then they, they started making those off-canon, like, the, the Clone Wars and things like that. Yeah. And all that is fine, but, like, you know, my childhood, Episode 2 came out. And it's like, oh, yeah. we don't want to watch Episode 2. That's, like, the one that we watched because we're watching it, but we my don't My kids said
2: so they were in a vehicle, care. and another mm-hmm. kid from their youth group... Was watching the Phantom Menace like out loud <laughs> around other people in public. Isn't that crazy? That's, that's a private. You gotta be. You gotta be in a basement somewhere like, watching that by yourself.
1: I, that's a, that's a that's Star Wars. I kind of
2: get with an iPad, headphones, please. I kind
0: of watch. You know, I kind of like them because they're my childhood. Like. I used to play Episode 1 Pod Races on the 64
2: all the time. Well, that game One was of my dope. favorite games that game, ever. That game was dope and you can watch the that yeah. uh, that fan cut where it's just like Darth Maul. Yeah. I actually told my boys I said what you got to do is you listen to that weird Al song, you watch the fan cut, and now you've skipped a lot of bad parts of life and just got the best parts <laughs> yeah. of that movie which is only like 15 minutes.
0: But, you know, kids, I think where Star Wars has, has uh, really killed it and this is how Disney is is kinda making their uh, comeback, right? not their comeback but their full takeover with the nostalgia factor is because adults who got to watch the original Star Wars growing up now have their kids who you know maybe watch episodes 1 through 3 and they're all coming together and they're like having their kids watch the newer ones which are pretty good and like pretty cool, and like, you know, the Star Wars games are are a little bit better, but nothing's better than like Knights of the Republic, you know, shout out to PlayStation 1. But like, yeah. you know, they, they're they like kind of getting that whole encompassing factor. Um, you know, when you're an adult and you can watch your favorite kids movie on Disney Plus with your kid and let them like that kid's movie too, um, you know, so that...
2: I heard a lot circle. of the kids weren't interested. They were like, Dad, we don't want to watch that garbage. We <laughs> want to watch so Sky High. Or, are the ones that sky we want to we <laughs> play get excited. <laughs> I had you on Sky High. Yeah, I love Sky <laughs> I had you on Sky High, dog.
0: Um Yeah, but I mean, like, nostalgia is, it's crazy because uh, 2019 is like, we want new things to come out, but the new things are mostly Dude, just if, old things. If these
2: kids lived in the 90s, they'd hate it, though. I They'd know. be like, "Why is this TV so pixely? Why can't I get the station? Why is the internet taking ten years? You know, why are we? Why are we listening to this CD? It's skipping?" They'd be yeah. really upset. I like the yeah,
1: nineteen nineteen eighty five. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> dope. Yeah, the internet moving into it's the eighties like, all of a sudden was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. yeah,
2: like vinyls
0: are back. You know, like vinyls are are cool, and you know, they that's one of the things that never went away to collectors, but they're back on like the the open yeah, market. Everybody likes them, um man. for everything like. You know, and, and CDs so like, are never going to come back. Oh no, be, no but there's no value exactly to CDs. Today, thank, thank God,
2: back. no, dude. The, CDs the, the only value the same way, but thank the Lord. The man, only value to a back.
0: CD is the the booklet that's inside of, a, of it in it's the It's not valuable. But the thing about a vinyl the is the quality stuff. actually yeah. changes with yeah. the a, a quality doesn't change. you can get a
2: digital download and have the best physical version by having the vinyl, so it's right. like a win win.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think that's why.
2: But what what about vinyls are like? What cool, about all this know? like lossless audio? Like, like title title has like the best audio, right? But now Amazon's well, saying they have the best audio. Neil uh, Neil Young says Amazon's audio is the best, but I don't I feel, feel like, like Neil it's Young it's, listens to the hip hop I listen to.
1: It's Neil Young's audio. He's been collecting like he's been yeah. he's been building this for streaming, he hates
2: streaming that was i know thing. i listen to him on a uh, different podcast not this one i'm not going <laughs> to advertise for other podcasts on this show <laughs> that's, not a move. Um, no, that's not a baller move
0: yeah i mean there's there's a lot of value to like those i, I think when something comes back it has to have inherent value right. um yeah and, and that's you know you have to have that hook, yeah. hook
2: anytime anytime i i feel like i disappear sometimes for a while <laughs> and I feel like I have some older friends that are like, man, I miss Luke. Man, I haven't seen him in a minute, right? Like, shout out, shout out, Sarah, uh, shout out, all the old old school Bible study kids. Um, and I think that they're just like real nostalgic. And I feel like the longer I don't hang out with those guys, the more legendary yeah. I become, you know. And yeah. that's what I like about the new mindset.
0: I I think the first thing that I want to get into is uh, basketball season. And full swing, you know, we're, we're really, you know, what, 12, 13, 14 games in for some teams. How many games
2: are we in? 12 games, 13 games, or 14 It, it depends on
0: the team. They're all on different different games.
2: I feel like, I feel like you're just throwing out <clears throat> stats.
0: <laughs> anyway, basketball is a uh, full swing, and there's a couple things that uh, really catch my attention. And the first one is this rookie class is a little bit deeper than what... Uh, people thought coming into it. Said. Yeah. And uh, shout out to all three rookies on the Miami Heat because that has been uh probably my number two or three favorite team to watch this season, for sure.
2: That's uh, that's very interesting. I also enjoy watching the yeah. Miami Heat this year.
0: Um and and uh speaking of rookies, you know, you, you really gotta as good as Miami is playing on a team level, you know, obviously they have Jimmy Butler. Tyler Heroes, um, you know, he can light it up Kentucky any night. Kentucky legend. Um, but Kendrick none, man, that dude, you know, that that's what happens when he spends a little bit of time in the D League, you know, develops a little bit, and then uh, comes into the league and, and really tears it up. And has just been playing really efficiently, like really poised, you know, not really making too many mistakes. Um, John Morant has just been, you know, phenomenal for the Grizzlies. I think uh, he's been one of my favorite players to, to watch uh, so far. You know, he was high on my list for Rookie of the Year yeah, candidates. And I think that he's going to keep it up. Um, I think he's had good team play. And uh, my man, Kobe White, just coming off the bench. I don't know why he's still coming off the bench. I get it. Thomas Tedaranski, you know, has a little bit of experience, a little bit of a better facilitator. But Kobe White's tearing it up uh you know every other night at this point and uh it's been a fun fun thing to see some of these rooks
2: i want to i want to talk to you about some stuff we've talked about recently uh (laughs) you know we have a group text me dalton and zach uh the, the three the three you know common guests on this show and uh in this group text i said miami beat milwaukee without jimmy butler this was you know towards the beginning of the season, uh-huh. you know, two, three, yeah. or four games into the season, since yeah. we're just using random numbers. And Thanks. the Suns just manhandled the Clippers, I said, without Ayton or Rubio. And, you know, now a couple weeks have gone by, and all the analysts are all about it, and they're like, oh, yeah, the Suns are actually good, and look at their defensive rating, and they might be a 40 or 45-win team, I've heard some guys say. And uh, Dalton's response was, well, Miami is actually good, and I'm betting Milwaukee has a down year. So there, there, there was a prediction right there. He said, "But Phoenix over the Clips is just one game and does not in any way say a thing about either team." Yeah. And I yep. thought, man, I just watched that game, and it looked like it said a lot. It seemed like the Clip- the Clippers were getting just outplayed. Phoenix defense was really good. Yeah and uh yeah. i feel like i feel like maybe we should walk that back put, put, like me really put me on blast put me on blast because uh, when i saw it in your notes i just couldn't yep, help but think yep. man he's actually really excited about yep. the suns now and
0: and what happened was uh i think you know like a lot of people we uh you know maybe as a season approach got a little hyped up on the clips uh, i think as they work through some load management issues uh I think we definitely have seen a little bit of exposure there, uh, some weaknesses and things like that, but man, the Suns are looking good. They finally look like they have, um, n- not technically positional players, but they look like a full basketball team. They don't look like they have oh, yeah, you know just team. one guy or, or another guy, but like man, they're playing well as a unit. Uh, D-Book's always great. Ricky Rubio's just doing a, a great job uh, helping command that team and, and steer it right, and, and um, I think they are playing well together as a unit. They've been uh, one of my favorite surprises so far this year, and um, you know I've thought that D Book is the real deal for a few years now, and I think he's gonna uh, act like a top ten player, you know, here within the next couple of years in the league. As as a couple guys start getting a little older, I think D Book's gonna be one of the guys that takes over.
2: Yeah, I think I think you're right. I love I love the idea of Book taking over. Um, I was. Uh, I'm. I'm looking forward to just the full season with with Booker. Yep. I'm yep. looking forward to that. I think that. Uh, I think that. Suns are on the major nostalgia train right now. Since we've been talking about nostalgia, mm-hmm. you know, like I've I've seen a lot of people talking about uh, you know the Suns when they had Steve Nash and Amari yep. and and Joe Johnson. Can you believe Joe Johnson was on that too? <laughs>
0: man.
2: You know, rest in peace, Joe Johnson. You were almost my sixth man yep. of the year, but. You know, I feel like the Suns are on that nostalgia factor. I yeah. feel like everyone's Speaking gonna be all about uh, the Suns, especially if they nostalgia. keep halfway winning. Like they don't even have to play great, yeah. but they're definitely the Sacramento this year. They're the team that's like yeah. young and fun to watch in the West, and really good. You know, so I, I'm I'm looking forward to to the Suns. Yep. Also, yep. like uh, like Monty Williams is just like a cool dude. Like he's a cool coach. Like. If I was gonna play for any coach, and I'm honestly I'm not available right now, <laughs> but if I was gonna play for any coach, it would probably be Monty Williams, yeah, you because know, uh, he's just coach, really cool. No. Yeah, yeah, any coach, like all the other coaches, you know, they I don't just don't you. feel like there's nice. Mean. <laughs> no, no, I feel like Monty's nice. Like I just, you know, me. There are like, some nice. coaches. I have to work for myself, or else I yeah. can't work well. And you know, like I can't go and have you uh-huh. know Pop yelling at me. I'd be like, "Come on, Boomer! You know, let it go." No. You know, or if I had young Brad Stevens, I'd be like, "Bro, you ain't even old enough to talk no. to me like that." You know, you but, gotta get like. But, Terry but Bonnie Stots. is like, no, Terry Stotts looks like looks like somebody's oh dad in a movie. Good, and I, I don't like that. I already had a dad. <laughs> and, and i don't like the dude from the who's the guy in denver Who, who's posed? oh
0: the the bald dude oh no no uh, not denver uh, uh, mike, Mal- mike yeah Mal- not
2: mike malone who's uh who's utah's coach oh uh, um man that guy he <laughs> looks he looks like a villain in every Quinn movie Snyder? i've ever seen yeah 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 I'm sorry. every movie i've ever seen he looks like a bad guy he looks like no. william defoe's brother like yeah, man, he could be he could be the Green no, Goblin in a Spider-Man the, the remake, dude. That looks come most on, like a villain. On, Marvel Sony is clearly
0: get on Eric Spolstra. Eric and Frank Spolstra Vogel. does
2: look villainous. Yeah, Frank Vogel looks like a villain in like a Home Alone movie. Like, <laughs> not a not like a real like I just wouldn't think it was a real villain. But I mean, it is you know it is what it yep, is. Yeah, So I found out. So talking about the Heat. I'm I'm excited about the Heat. I'm excited about everything they're doing. I'm, I'm with yep. you, Tyler Hero, Kendrick Nunn. If Kendrick Nunn could win Rookie of the Year, which I know that's a long shot, but think about a G League dude coming up winning Rookie, yep. then, that would be sick. It, it would make a great story. I know Adam Silver yep. loves a great and, story. And
0: as the as the NCAA, you know, starts to fall and things like that, makes the G League look a lot more appealing. I mean, yeah. Lamelo is making the NBL look a lot more appealing. You know, playing yep. playing pro and skipping college, like. I think it's it's a better path.
2: We're getting to the point where the NCAA or the Olympic Committee, who's more corrupt, <laughs> or um, Enron, you know, like yeah. like we're yeah. we're at that level of bad, yeah, in that whole situation. But Kendrick Nunn, no, I'd love to see him win. Uh, I love Tyler Hero; he's shooting the lights out. Uh, I think he can win three point and, contests and I've been, right now. I've been really impressed with Jimmy's
0: uh, leadership in that locker room. Yeah, Jimmy Butler is uh, basically on a the core. Too. I, you know, a couple <laughs> a couple drew, weeks ago when he dropped like he went like two for eleven shooting, but you know almost had a five by five yeah. like two blocks away. Like yeah, just as it. facilitating his his motor, his passing, uh, his rebounding. Like you yeah, know he's he's setting the example and he's letting some guys shot.
2: Did you listen to him on? Uh, I don't like to I don't like to talk about other podcasts because I know it's advertising, but. You know, since he's such a legend, did you listen to him on the Vince Carter podcast? I I didn't listen to that episode. Man, he's he's really good. Jimmy's a man after my own Vince. Who? Vince Carter, (laughs) the the Dunk King. The 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 nostalgia,
0: the true nostalgia. Oh, the
2: true nostalgia, Dunk King. People talking about Zion, and then they go straight to Vince Carter. I go, Zion, he's injured. Vince has been playing for forty years. (laughs) Uh, No load management there, man. He can he can quit playing basketball, the rest of his life after this, but. I listened to Jimmy on, on Vince's podcast, mm-hmm. and Jimmy was talking about how much he's been uh, baking, you know, baking cookies and stuff like that, and how he could have a bakery. And I thought, oh, that'd be, that'd be dope. I'd go to Butler's Bakery. Yeah, and then yeah, they said, you sure. know, what kind of car do you have? And he, and he, uh, he talked about how he was wanting to get a Kia Telluride, And then he said that he uh, actually drives a minivan right now. And yeah, man, that yeah, really I've made me that, realize yep. that I'm a baller because I drive a minivan. <laughs> And not only am I a baller, I could side hustle mechanic business because this last week I fixed my minivan. I put, a, I put this valve on there that I was getting an antifreeze leak. You know? But after I fixed it, I was moving some stuff from the uh-huh. store. And uh, this is just, yeah, I'm going to put it out in the open because, I mean, this is an opportunity to be humble. You, know? <laughs> you can't just be a baller all the time. I was getting some stuff from the store, and uh, the stuff was too long. And it was from Lowe's. So I had to jam it in there, you know, and I jammed it in there all sideways, and I knew I fit because I got something in there before, but then it didn't fit right, and when I shut the back hatch, it wouldn't close all the mm. way, and so you know what I did? I kicked it. Yeah, yeah. You closed it harder. I, when I kicked it, it just dented it and it didn't close. <laughs> so I put a dent in it. So I'm gonna have to fix that. Uh, but it was the same. It was like the same day that I had fixed the other part of it. Dang. And it's kind of one of those things in life where revolution. something good happens, something breaks, you know. Yep.
0: That's Just like this leads me into, I think, the thing that uh, we've been, you know, thinking separately is, you know, when you fix one thing, it breaks. And the NBA got fixed. Adam Silver fixed the league. It's even you know, I, I could think of five or six teams right now that could legitimately win the championship if the season... Fifteen If the teams. season happened. Yeah, 15 teams. Like, you know, some teams can make a run. Don't sleep um, on Detroit. Don't sleep on the Trailblazers. Rest in peace. <laughs> rest but, in peace,
2: Trailblazers.
0: But, you know, as one thing gets fixed, the Golden State Warriors break. And uh, I I have been theorizing, you know, I, I texted this to the group chat. I've been thinking about this a lot, I think that Adam Silver made a trade with the basketball gods. That he said, if you fix my league, you know, that's all that I want. I don't care about anything else, just make it balance.
2: The basketball guys, uh, Chef,
0: Kareem. Yep. uh, I don't know what the other ones are. (laughs) And they said, they said, yeah, we'll fix it at a price. And he said, whatever price, I'll pay it. And he's, they took this greatest one of the greatest dynasties of all time, and I just crumbled it from so a yeah, from really a big stone you, to I feel to like sand. I
2: feel like I've lost you.
0: Injuries, just injuries and trades, and you know, Boogie had some uh, off the court issues. Stefan's injury, Clay's injured.
2: Draymond's Pierce, injured. I heard Paul Pierce turned into a pillar of salt. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> Either way I, I, I hear what you're saying yeah. I hear what you're saying I think I it's think you might theory. be right I do think that uh, that silver approached the basketball gods I, I don't have like I don't have any stats on this you know mm-hmm. I don't have any analysts that have stats on this but I do think he approached the basketball gods because honestly the basketball gods I think that they're aliens and Adam Silver kind of has an alien disposition to me. He seems nice, but he also doesn't seem like he's from this world. Yeah, you know? I kind
0: of think he was made in the same lab as Mark Zuckerberg. Could be. been. Luck lo- has the same, yeah. same sterilization yeah. to it. Yeah. And his, they're
2: both running things, you know. Yeah. But either way, uh, I do think that uh, there may have been a deal made cuz you got like the whole NBA injury. you got DeAaron Fox yeah. down, you got like all the Rockets are dead, Eric Gordon's yep. dead, Daniel House is dead. Uh, I, I, I think mean, that I think the balance changing. in the league
0: came at a cost of uh, superstar injuries. Gordon
2: Hayward's not even allowed to not be injured. <laughs> He's injured again and again and again. Like, Adam Silver must have really had it out for Hayward. He was like, oh, you left Utah because it's not a premium basketball destination? What
0: if? He went after him hard, What dude. if this was the working of LeBron James, though? LeBron
2: could because be involved. Because LeBron
0: was like, people, could be how Space Jam people think I'm a washed, a washed king? Man, this has never left my
2: head, yeah. and uh, he, he, like he put a hit out on everybody. He does like to talk about how he's not washed. LeBron, you need to get washed, man. You've been yeah, sweating. Yeah, but Le- LeBron
0: might be having one of the best seasons I've LeBron's ever seen him man, play. Man. In he's 17 man. years, man, this dude is killing it. Like He's the man.
2: <sighs> I, used to, I used to not like LeBron, just like I used to not like Kanye West. But you know what? I changed, man. I like LeBron now. <laughs> uh, as soon as he came to Lakertown, Town, I was like, man, LeBron's the greatest. He got his hair back. He got Anthony Davis, Kentucky legend, Mount Everest for real. He got, he got him down there. He's doing big, man. He's doing big things. They've been you know. destroying everybody. Their defense and offense is good. Yep, yep. You know, that's how you win. That Kyrie, remember Kyrie? That guy went to Brooklyn, and they ain't got no defense. Uh, Karis LeVert out. Another yeah, guy. Karis put <laughs> him on the list. He's Man. he's down. Who else is down? There's there's a pretty long list of guys that are injured. Kyle Lowry, uh-huh. Serge Ibaka, um, Chris Middleton, Zion. Yeah, Middleton's out. Man. Steph's out forever. It's it's rough. Yeah. It's there's a lot of there's a lot of dudes going down. It's rough. I definitely think that that's there's something happening. If if so, I actually yeah, I don't think... believe in any conspiracy theories. Like I like you can you can call into this show even though it's not actually live you can send in letters and emails and i do not believe any conspiracy theories i don't believe there's any rigged games or any of that trash they don't even start with me but this whole injury thing now that's rigged it's kind of it's
0: kind of actually making me think what if space jam 2 is a documentary and and the aliens are doing all of this and lebron has to win the championship in order to set everything straight <laughs>
2: so just I'll, be, I'll be <laughs> <honest>. <laughs> i'll be honest i think i think you've gotten too far out uh, i think you need to bring it back in i know what this podcast is, is true is the future. <laughs> at least you know what at least we're getting a response out of you crash like, hey, I'm listening. a lot of times you kind of i you're mean, like, oh what i well, sometimes i, I think
1: basketball. if i say some right now how long do i have to keep saying things and yeah you've time been time trying to
2: beat this same it bridge was it was so for hard. a long time let me Nah, you no, know what's
0: i what's can't it? catch him oh six. dude
2: Dalton's killer at games dude he came over to my house one time he got like third and Fortnite. he hadn't even tried yet
0: you That's, I day. do remember that. You I didn't even see level. a single person. T- yeah, remember I <laughs> Zach
2: Ayata came over and hid in a bush. <laughs> what? It was the only time he ever played, he just hid in a bush. Yeah, let me. He got, I like, got it. Let place. me catch these
0: sticks. You no, from here, I I can see
2: the screen. Zach's not gonna hustle a, a new esports uh a thing. I'm gonna tell you that. Old propane Zach, on? man, he's not doing that now. Oh, I bet you he falls in All right. That's so Dalton, Dalton is going we'll across jump the jump bridge. Hey, man, come on! I'm doing commentary. Uh, so, number 42, Bandicoot going across the bridge. Dalton Zoll, Dizza, Dizza. He's jumping, he's jumping. He's jumping uh, right into the gap. Hey, that was as, that and, was as far gone. as you've made it. That's not true. I've been waiting for He's further. made it a lot further than that. All right, here it goes. Round two, Esports Live. Dalton Zoll, New Hustle. He's jumping, and he didn't make it even I, three seconds. I need some binoculars from you back here. Some binoculars? <laughs> All right, yeah. All right. Me- yeah, that's the one. And then he just threw himself off the bridge now you left him at zero so <laughs> nostalgia is not what it what they say it is, is it? yeah but uh, let's you know let's let's talk about let's talk about uh, let's talk about business though yeah you've let's seen go. Uh, you've seen the stocks stocks this week you watching they hit all-time high everything's up again um, the impeachment is 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 killing the yep. uh, the old trade war the trade war is off. China's making a hard comeback which actually means everyone's making money so it's it's kind of one of those things you know more
0: more economists are um you know coming out with their saying that if we talk about recessions that's how recessions get caused and i'm buying into it more and more and more wait 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 wait, wait. because we stop talking about it the markets get better people start spending money but then we start talking about it
2: like if, if a guy's yeah, throwing a no yeah, hitter exactly. and you talk about it, exactly now he's gonna give up a hit. Exactly. But if you don't say anything, oh He's gonna get the no hitter. Because, so yeah, so this, this nothing... episode is definitely an episode of theories and superstition. <laughs> um, but but if, I mean the market the is Astros, killing it. Though? They would just they would just steal the sign and get the hit whether you say anything or not, right? Yeah, that's true. Freaking patriots of baseball.
0: Yeah, but the Patriots actually uh, won championships. Yeah, the they won more than good. one championship. But
2: that's only because like Brady, again, just like LeBron, he's a guy I like now because he got old and he got pretty good still, and that's admirable.
0: I, I love guys that uh, keep it up their whole career. That's why I love Tim Duncan.
2: Yeah. He's one of the greatest. Tim Duncan is great. Uh, but I heard he couldn't handle that Amari Stoudemire back in his heyday. Nostalgia. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, but I think, I think you're right. I think that that maybe people in their head i, uh-huh. I mean there's definitely a psychological group thing i mean to there's like more and more
0: or, cash hoarding um you know i i saw how much uh, berkshire hathaway is just storing up and and things like that and so there definitely are those signs but other than like the practices of the people nothing in the the economy right now is showing signs of recession and uh, definitely not the stock market like it's just it's just going
2: it's going up four stocks that, that have surprised everybody, uh, and I think they're stocks that, you know, I, they're stocks I've followed probably since I started really following stocks that are not in your traditional mm-hmm. spectrum but are huge companies. Was it Nike's all-time all time high or, or, or really moving up there? Uh, Starbucks is up. Walmart's up. Disney's up. All of them beating the S&P 500. Um, they're all up like 20% s and is up like 13% of the year. So they're out outperforming the index. And it's interesting to see stocks that aren't, you know, uh, Apple, Google, you know, Amazon, mm-hmm. Netflix. They're yeah. not in the the pantheon, I would, yeah. I would say, of, of what people have been excited about. So it's like it's pretty interesting to see them up. Obviously, like we've talked about the nostalgia factor with Disney um, but what you know? What do you think? You see these big stocks are paying dividends. They're moving up regardless of yep. of everybody's opinions two years ago. And what do you think about yeah. those? Yeah, I
0: mean, so you you touched on my first thought a little bit towards the, end, the dividends. I think it's impressive to see the strength of dividends right now. Um, you know, in a time where more and more cash hoarding, more and more companies uh, can cost. I think there there are definitely some companies out there that are. Uh, keeping it real with their investors, you know, keeping it real with the dividends, keeping it real with uh, you know, trying to just be better companies generally for their workers or for um, things like that. And so when I see companies like Nike or, you know, D- Disney's, uh, you know, just expanding and all that, um, Starbucks, like these are companies that aren't necessarily tech, they're not the hot thing, they're just like staples in our American like business world like they just are the the day-to-day things that everybody interacts with and to see them going so strong I think shows uh, good signs of everything to see them uh, some of these companies still keeping dividends strong um, are good signs and I think it's just uh, showing that like these staples they're they're the bread and uh, meat and potatoes you know.
2: One of the things I liked about Nike this week was they made the move to take their products off of Amazon they're no longer selling yeah. yep. their products on Amazon and I think that's cool because they're saying hey we stand alone so strong that we don't need yep. to sell it on Amazon and give yeah, them any part of the money and that's got to be bad for Amazon to see if other companies are going to jump ship and say yeah we don't really want to contribute to that either it was like the same idea like I heard that uh, that Toys R Us had done that they sold so much of their products on Amazon that they didn't like sell stuff in store and they yeah. should have had their own online platform so it'll be interesting to see where that goes when you look at these companies and you look at NBA, uh, like, I always look at all the NBA uniforms, like, um, or, like, the arenas, and I always, uh-huh. I, I don't know, like, in my mind, I think I just go ahead and correlate, like, the companies that sponsor teams yeah, with, like, companies involved in teams. So, like, Chesapeake Energy is, like, super low right now because energy is, like, getting destroyed <laughs> for some crazy, well, like, a perfect storm of reasons. Yeah. Um, so then I think, man, OKC kind of sucks, too. <laughs> you know, <laughs> playing in Chesapeake. Chesa- yeah, so, Peep what are Marina. your thoughts on Bumble or with uh, the, the Clippers? Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think that's the thing I actually want to hit on, though, is like. Why do why do NBA teams have, like, the wackest team sponsors? Like, you got Bumble, you got Wish on the Lakers jerseys. No. I mean, the LA Lakers are sponsored by Wish? Man, I, I heard. Like that's uh, crazy, I you I think know?
0: about this all the time when I think about the subject. Hannibal Burris had this joke where he's like, I went to this New Orleans Pelicans game at the Smoothie King Center. The, I didn't yeah, know Smoothie, Smoothie King. King was doing it like that. Man, they got stadiums.
2: <laughs> like. It's pretty crazy. It's, like, it's weird. Yeah, but like the way that that moved. Now I remember when I was a kid, it was like uh, it was like weird to think of companies putting their yep. names on stadiums. Like, yeah, stadiums had names yep. that were like specific to that team. Yep. even uh, even okay, the Staples, stadium. even the Staples Center. I'm I'm like yeah. Staples. Like, like when like, was the last time I went to Staples?
1: Well, the thing that like kind of blew my mind... oh no,
2: you go to Staples. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no,
1: it's like that. You find out like a company owned a building, and then you realize they didn't use all the floors like i always thought man yeah sears the uses sears that tower yeah building. i know that's crazy yep. and then you come find to out. find
2: out sears doesn't do anything
0: no it's like that that <laughs> right. P, the pnc downtown <laughs> right like is only a little bit right. on the first floor
2: yeah it's like a giant MP but then the, the rest of
0: it's right. uh you know there's like Somebody taxes right. and like right uh, lawyers and lawyers lawyers? things like that I ran out some of the other yeah. offices and yeah um i you know i always think about uh you know on the flip side of uh, you know, kind of what you're thinking, the teams like the Dallas Cowboys, one of the most valuable sports franchises ever. Their stadium, AT&T, one of the like biggest monopolies of our time right now. Yeah, but at
2: least AT&T is like a huge comeback. Like, you, yeah. so, like, you Think AT&T. Yeah, there is like Ford that correlation. You know, like, you know, the Cowboys companies. are
0: huge. Yeah. AT&T. It is would make huge.
2: sense to me if if there was a Starbucks stadium or or a Walmart stadium or a Nike yeah, stadium like in those Walmart same veins. Stadium. You probably could. You, probably in different sports. Probably yeah. You'd have to be in different sports. Yeah, yeah.
1: But you couldn't have the
2: same. I'm sure they. I'm sure they all have a unique contract of like what's allowed and what's not allowed. Yeah. What's uh what's, what's, what's the name of What's the name of that Falcon stadium? I know. You, uh, uh, it's a Mercedes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. stadium's pretty oh, good. That's a pretty I, good I, name. I heard the last time I went apart. to Atlanta, I saw it. It's it's I heard a lot of things that the Falcon Saber falling apart, but I don't know. I got that in the DL. I heard something was like boom, you know. But
1: like there's bolts. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um,
2: oh,
0: yeah nice yeah set. i mean it, that's that's off the record, but uh
2: <laughs> yeah, so that that's oh, it who's who's, who's who? got loves on their jersey, who? oh uh. That's dope.
1: That makes sense. though. It that's, doesn't
2: make sense. They're a gas station. That's uh, the
0: Thunder, right? Well, the Thunder got loves on it. The
2: Thunder it. has yeah. loves on their. So maybe yeah. Chesapeake and loves is like involved. No, I think
0: in I think cause loves is like one of the biggest like West Coast or Western United States like trucking. I don't know. Uh, All I know is stations. that I always
2: have to prepay there. Yeah. And you know that makes you me make mad because in stand? the Midwest we don't like to prepay. That's that's. I think that's the Midwest is
0: the only place that wants to prepay.
2: No, they don't want to prepay. People do prepay here for sure. Like when you prepay with cash, it's the dumbest thing. Yeah. Like everybody hates that. Like I like to go to a gas station where they look out and they go, "Oh, there's old Luke in his in his baller minivan." Let's go ahead and turn on pump number three. And there I am. You know, I'm pumping that gas. Yeah, that's true. I only go to Casey's though.
1: Is there
2: an I'm Loving It Stadium? An I'm Loving It Stadium? See, I think I think Michael
0: Jordan McDonald's Stadium should have Jordan Brand. On the Hornet
2: Stadium, because that would make sense. Well, he's sense. got
0: Jordan Brand on everything else. There. I know, so it'd be it'd be cool.
2: Wouldn't it be cool if his hospitals had Jumpman symbols on them? <laughs> it was like, yo, check out these new medical dude, centers. Yeah, they're, what they're, if they're they're, like they're like beast right now? Like
0: orthopedic centers. centers. Yeah, they're all literally.
2: Jordan oxygen, yeah. Jordan air. I mean, literally. yeah, yeah. oh yeah, Air you know Jordan. Jordan. That's a good idea. No, I think
1: yeah.
0: he should do uh, orthopedic centers for like old people in retirement communities. Because he's old, that's Jumpman. Bogus, dude, he's a goat. No, because he because he replaces their knees.
2: <laughs> oh, that <was> so bad. <laughs> huh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, he needs to replace a few of the players on the Hornets because uh, you hey. know there's been some pleasant surprises there. Again, Let's talk
0: about stocks. I w- I wouldn't overpay for Terry Rozier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Terry Rozier for sure. Most oh like I'm still I'm still staying on all the extensions are kind of garbage. Yeah. Like no oh, no one's goodness. getting Chris Middleton. Somebody overpaid there. Now it's all back. They're like, "Oh man, they should have paid for Brogdon. Should have paid yeah, for Brogdon. Look at him blowing it's it up that in Indiana. Should have, could have, would have. Like, he almost made it. You know, like
0: you're, you're always gonna see that, like the what if if it didn't work out.
2: Yeah, for sure. It's how it is. You what know, if, what if Kobe got traded to the Bulls? You know, what if?
0: Yeah, then the Bulls would have had more championships. That's it. Yeah, that's you're, true. you're telling me, Kobe goes to the Bulls somehow they still uh draft like Derrick Rose and Keem Noah. That's the sickest team.
2: it's well, a great team. That's a great team. So, you know, we're 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 back on basketball. You know, you, <laughs> you uh I know that you're excited about about the Celtics. Yep. And yep. uh you know, I'm excited about the Lakers. You know, uh they're both best records in the NBA. Uh the Lakers actually lost what, one more game than the
0: Celtics. Yep what are, what are they at 102
2: and 101 right yeah, now Yeah, something like that. So it, they've played 12, 13, 14, yeah. or 15 games. Yeah, see, I mean, that's who what knows I said. for sure, right? Isn't that <laughs> what you were saying? But what do you think like the Celtics okay, they lose Hayward. Uh-huh. Um, you know, they they've been playing really well. They they're they're looking like the team that that Kyrie was gone from that went to the <laughs> Eastern Conference Finals. Um, you think they're going to keep this up a whole year? You think Celtics are going to be best in the East when this thing's uh-huh. over? You know, I
0: I think they might end up being best in the East if Milwaukee doesn't steer the ship right. Um, I think Miami's, you know, they're sitting pretty close to the top right now. Um, and the 76 just haven't been the same team that, that we all expected. Milwaukee's to be had a lot
2: of tough losses on, like, like, Giannis has fouled out like three or four games, and they've lost in overtime when Giannis fought, fouls out, which – is in every way like unacceptable but like yeah you know it's it's crazy you know it's just crazy to me
0: mm-hmm. yeah so I'll, I'll be interested to see how because the celtics aren't as deep as they should be like on paper they're not that deep but they are playing really well yeah as a i mean unit. they're playing
2: they're playing guys you've never heard of yeah. as center and we'll, power forward
0: we'll see um, you know, what the impact of Gordon Hayward happens throughout, you know, the rest of the year. He's playing pretty were, pretty good on defense, pretty good offense. He's having like a, a really anything, good year. If anything, though,
2: they can lose a guy like Hayward because yeah. they have Jalen Brown and Tatum and yeah, but Marcus Smart. They have these interchangeable yeah. pieces of basically the same sort of players. Enos Canners
0: coming back you know. soon, so I'll be he's interested back. to see. Kanter's he's back, back now.
2: Yeah, he's, he's done really well. So, you know, let's talk about the Blazers. Um, I actually have a recording that. We will play on this, uh, this show where you are oh. very anti some ideas that the Blazers have now embraced. Um, <sighs> I had a theory that... Yeah,
0: so is, that is this a whole episode where I'm walking back on my thoughts?
2: Yeah, this episode <laughs> is where you walk back on your thoughts because we recorded everything. Um, uh, but one I'm of my not. basketball theories, because this is the theory and superstition episode, one of my basketball yep. theories is that, that Barack Obama blackballed Carmelo Anthony and uh, because that's the only way to explain that man not having a job you know because I just didn't feel like anybody else could keep Melo off the court you know like I was at Oprah Obama Jordan there's like only three people that have that kind of basketball power and uh, I felt like it must have been Obama I don't know why but I felt like he was kind of after him a little bit but here we are Obama must have lifted his uh, his ban because even though you didn't want him didn't. The Didn't. New York Mecca basketball savior Carmelo Anthony has signed with the Portland Trailblazers. Yep. The four, yep. were they four and nine? <sighs> hey, I think the five they, they won. Oh, five <laughs> and eight? They've been down at the bottom of the barrel, but it's yep. early in the season. It's
0: time to turn it around. Uh, and, and let's just preface this. When I said no Melo in Portland, it's not because I'm anti-Melo. I want Melo in the league so bad. I wanted Melo on the Heat for sure because that would have been dope. Been I wanted Heat in Brooklyn for sure. Yeah, they um, they that would have been, been great. Yeah. Um, Charlie had been so good. But Charlie. that was also when I thought you know, Zach Collins was, was healthy because the season hadn't started. Hassan Wise had I, I had my hopes. And I had hopes for Yusuf Nurkic. I didn't think that the Blazers needed to put Melo in, but... You know, here we are. Injuries have uh, really rattled the team, and I think Melo's going to come in and uh, provide a lot of a lot of good uh, presence that they need good, for sure. Uh,
2: not not a lot of good defense, but oh my goodness,
0: dude! I watched that I watched the clip the other day of uh, him on the Knicks dropping like 50 or 60 all jumpers, no mid-range. Man, yeah. the greatest.
2: All I know is that <laughs> this is what we discussed. I said I said I think Melo would make every team in the league better. He could be on the bench on any team, and that team would be better because of it. You said, "Well, not every team."
0: I I you didn't still, think everything, and you, I I still your, don't think your every team. team
2: that you didn't want him on was the That's not the
0: only team I didn't oh, want him that on. Team. That's not that true. Was the only
2: team. You were like, "Nah, man, I love Mel, just not in Portland." He came be taking touches from Dame. Dame's out here scoring 60 <sighs> and they're games.
0: Dame is torch in the league. He's torch in the if, league. If, yeah, if they lose. had a if they had a winning record, he would be. It, top three MVP conversation for sure. Yeah,
2: but you have to win the game. I know. I mean, Russ got MVP on a fifth seed. That was barely. It's it's hard to win it hard to win an MVP if
0: you're not like a two seed. Yeah. It's it's, tough. it's rough, and it's that's tough. why LeBron's coming for MVP this LeBron year. LeBron
2: is coming hard for MVP, and he deserves it. But the thing is, is, if LeBron plays as good as he keeps playing, the guy that's going to get MVP is Anthony Davis. Because oh. he is feeding that boy. He is throwing up shots. He's throwing up lobs and. He's just breaking down the the defense and, and putting the ball in Davis's hand and Davis is balling out. Davis and LeBron, man, what a what a duo. My uh the thing that I want on the nostalgia train, what I really want is I want a new I want it to be exactly the same. But I want an updated version of NBA Jam with this year's duos, cause we so duo heavy. <laughs> That's true. If you think about how great NBA Jam would be like and, and how like if if I could just like to me – Obviously, my number one dream is that we go to the All Star Game uh-huh. like, every year. You yeah, know, they, they bring yep. us in. I mean, here we are. We're making this baller podcast. We're great media guys. We love basketball, mm-hmm. and we are like we are like all of the listeners. We're like regular people. Yeah. you know, we're not like Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, listen to me, me. <laughs> well, while I'm playing. Craft I'm, and I'm not. I actually <laughs> wasn't directed to you. That was in general the podcast. This all week, right, so all right. Right. Yeah. Uh, so like. Like, that's obviously the big goal, right? Yep. But the next big goal should be that we get to go to L.A. and put a huge screen up on a building, like a big Dang. building. Like, I don't even know because I've never got to go to L.A., but, like, a really great <laughs> building. And that big screen is just NBA Jam, and it's just PG and Kawhi versus LeBron and Davis, NBA Jam. Yeah, yeah. And everybody's so you, you playing. Got, and you got the wrong NBA sh- NBA money.
0: Jam strategy, though. The, the true NBA Jam strategy, this is how I beat it every time. You always go for the three-point shooter. You always go for somebody to just knock everybody else over. And that's why the best duos in NBA Jam are...
2: Dan Marley and Kevin Johnson.
0: Penny and Shaq. Oh. And Steve Nash and the Gorilla. Yeah, yeah. Well, Steve Nash and the Gorilla. The Gorilla's cheating.
2: The hey, gorilla's it's,
0: cheating. it's the best duo. You used to be able
2: to play as Bill and Hillary.
0: Yeah, but okay Think so
2: how like how in this present political climate how that would go
0: over. So okay. no, but, but <laughs> you have you have like Brock and Michelle, bad. that'd be yeah. the that'd be the yeah. illest.
2: Obama and Michelle are different, man. They they supersede yeah. the political spectrum, they're pop culture icons.
0: So so speaking of that, you know, you had the the Beastie boys back in the day. Oh, so yeah, who who from the hip hop sectors on the new NBA
1: jam? Oh, J. J. Cole.
2: J. Cole no, K. too
1: too short. Yeah, yeah but, so but
2: I have I have a theory that you're either tall enough to play ball or you're short enough to rap, and that's that's the situation. Yeah, every once in a while ball. you get a, you get a guy that can really ball. J. Cole play college ball. You get J. Cole. Oh, uh, I think I think two chains. I think you
0: put two chains Ooh, on there. J. Cole and
2: two chains. That's <sighs> a fun team. Either For rap sure. Rap or go to the league.
0: Dude. As I w- so. I want like a Fat Joe Rick Ross combo. I yeah, just think that'd like, be sick.
2: How many times you go to a rap show and you go, man, that rapper's short. Like that happens to me a lot. Like on that show, I'm always like, man, tall always Toby. That rapper's no, short. Uh, Toby was kind of tall, but he was—he was, uh, Nigerian, he was yeah. a football. He was playing football in college because he makes reference to that uh, that he could have gone Ivy League football, uh, and he looks like a football player. But like, I mean, I hate to call, him out like no big deal, man. He's kind of short. <laughs> K got short. Like, yeah. uh, there's a lot of dudes that are short. That 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 rap. I think that that's part of the key. Chance, man, Chance is a short guy. He's a good rapper. Kanye's is not real tall. He's not a very good rapper. I like <laughs> uh, Eminem's short. You know, I mean, there's a lot of short rappers. Is, you look it up. T.I. short. Look it up, Elijah. You're the engineer. playing Crash Bandicoot right now. Exactly. I'm just playing Crash Bandicoot. Crash is short. Crash is short. Hey, you know who else is short? Elijah. Elijah, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you found me before now. That's crazy. You like that Randy Newman song? Which one? Sure, people got no reason, no reason to live. You know what i That's bogus. <laughs> is that really a song? Yeah, dude. It's so <laughs> that Randy is that's so neat. That's so neat. You think Randy Newman? That's yeah, the, oh. It's not new, it's old. It was a hit, man. You oh, should check it out. I thought um, you just put on a new album. It's alright, though. You can still have a friend in him, you know? I got
1: a friend in <laughs> I'm going to hit that space bar real hard, real quick. Whoa. Hey. <laughs> space Whoa. Jam. Ooh. Um, There's a big Space Jam going
2: on. Right now. I know. So if you if you if you could get an NBA Jam team though on on a new NBA Jam, you know what are your top three duos right now? Like on your same three pointer and a big man on your same strategy, who you got?
0: Do I have to keep this strategy or just any? Well, any no, you don't have to keep the strategy. Um, I mean, this
2: is all a fantastical podcast. Yeah, dude.
0: I mean, LeBron and AD. I think oh, number that's one. Oh,
2: the best duo in the NBA. So. I think.
0: That's good. Kyrie and KD. KD is
2: number two. Hurt, okay, okay. Yeah, they're her whatever.
0: Uh well,
2: that's fine. Kyrie and K D would be amazing.
0: Damon C J. You know, just just two three pointers meaning <laughs> you just oh, pulling up I'd from put half Dave court.
2: And Mello, bro, I don't know why CJ. C J. C J like a glass of water. I need mellow, man. Oh my god. Mellow's complicated, you know. He's got And
0: really- uh Donovan and Rudy Gobert. Man, Rudy Gobert would block every shot at the rim. On
2: that team. Hopefully not Mitchell. No, you
0: you're just dunking and blocking the whole game. Yeah.
2: Hmm. Okay, I I would go I would go uh, Luca and KP. That, even though KP sucks by the metrics, we all know that, yeah. but he's huge. And I when I play as KP, I would actually roll to the hoop and play real defense instead of just being <laughs> a real tall spot up shooter. So when yeah. I would play. I I would play uh I would play Russ and Capella, that's right. James <laughs> Harden's trash. Russ is, is fast, Capella's big, and they would destroy Russ with any big guy. I like, hate Clay Capella. If if in I real life if him. I had a two on two team, Russ and Steven Adams would have been like one of the best teams yeah.
0: ever. Oh yeah, yeah. If if we're going back Tuesday, the last five yeah, years yeah, but, Russ and but but Russ and Steven. Capella's
2: a good team. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna take any Utopia. I would have taken LeBron and AD.
0: Yeah, but, obviously.
2: Uh, but you went ahead and stole him first. Um
0: well, I, I, really, I picked first.
2: I really like uh, man. There's there's another duo I love. I'm trying to think of who it is. It's not it's not that George and Kawhi guys mind that uh, Kawhi is definitely not in the same sentence as Michael Jordan whenever I'm speaking. But uh, it would be it would be tough. I really like I really like uh, Devin Booker. I really like Trey Young. But I don't really like the counterparts. Like I, don't, like I mean,
0: Bates, a Trey Young, John Collins team you know, would like be good. John
2: Collins, man, he's on drugs, man. He's on the HGH or something. <sighs> he didn't he's know. He's trying to get big. Yeah, right. Um, uh, I, I think i will probably go Jimmy and Bam. I think, what I think about, Jimmy and Bam would be a great team. But I don't really have a shooter. I
0: probably. mean, if you had, like, Malcolm and... Uh, Malcolm and, and Miles Turner yeah. was the
2: bonus. I got some good big men.
0: You know who's an underrated duo in the league? You know, uh, not a top ten duo, but great. Demar in, in LA, down in San Antonio. Like, yeah. y- you know, people are forgetting yeah. that Lamarcus Aldridge was I a think, legitimate MVP contender. Trade. I think you're gonna trade Demar because
2: I think that you could be running uh, Deontay Murray and Derek White on the floor at the same time th- with Lamarcus. I think Demar is one of
0: those guys that that's a high value because you could you can kind of put them in and you're not losing a ton. Or Ganning a ton. He just is good. And you can kind of put him in.
2: I actually think that Pascal Siakam and OGN would be a pretty good NBA Jam team. A lot of length. A lot of young style. <laughs> I'd be into that. I'd yeah. be into that. Yeah, that's... I don't know. Like that. I definitely I definitely Luka and KP. I definitely like them as a duo. I've yep. been really thinking a lot about just the up and coming, all these like under 25 uh-huh. guys. And just how good some of them are anyways. Gosh, like you look at like man. The, if you had an all-star team of young guys versus, like, the guys that have kind of become legends, like, you could have, uh, you know, you could have Luca, and Trey. You could dude, have what do you Kat think about uh,
0: Andrew and, Wiggins know, and Cat oh this gosh, year? Andrew, gosh. That, that's
2: actually my third one. That's, Wiggins and Cat,
0: dude. That's insane. I, I We Andrew didn't know Wiggins. that Andrew Wiggins could play basketball. I thought he left all of his basketball at Kansas. Yeah, I did. That, that I dude. I'm I'm happy for it because, you know, we've all been waiting. And I think a lot of people kind of gave up on it thinking, you know, it's just not going to happen. But, it, yeah, you know, he he put some like hope in.
2: The Lakers gave up on their whole entire roster. Yeah. And then everybody like D'Angelo and yep. Julius and yeah. Brandon Ingram all ended up being pretty good. See, I thought that was going to be the
0: thing with Andrew Wiggins. I thought, you know, maybe it's a change of scenery. But it takes uh, only Jimmy Butler yelling at him to... Work out in the <laughs> offseason. talking
2: bad about him for like <laughs> five straight years. But, man, like the game-winners, like he's he showed a big clutch, clutch situation. He goes from a 25% three-point shooter to like a 45% three-point yeah. shooter. Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm impressed. And you know. he's
2: got the length and athleticism. Yep. I love Andrew Wiggins. I love Minnesota right now. Gosh. Like, honestly, I would be happy to see Minnesota, Phoenix, Dallas. I'd be happy to see all those teams in the playoffs. I, th- those teams I think we're gonna so see two of
0: three of them yeah, i you know hope we see two um of at least. there there are some teams you know san antonio's out right now of the picture you know they they have a losing record my blazers but i yeah, think they'll i think they'll come back i know but i think uh you know we we've watched a, a pretty good team unit in Dallas and uh a, a little bit better than what most of us expected and um i think they have a lot of you know, it's not just two guys in Dallas, but I think they have a great team around them. Uh, I honestly love Dwight Powell. He's one of my favorite um, role players in the league. And then, of course, they have Seth Curry, my favorite Curry brother. Oh yeah, That's Seth not Curry, true, but uh, I love him. I, I'm actually sad that Seth isn't in uh, Portland because I thought that was a great fit for him. But I'm glad that he's back in Dallas and, you know, he's he's still good. It's not like well, he, he doesn't have an opportunity like anymore. That. I would actually he would, a baller. he would be uh maybe my second favorite. You know the owner. one thing
2: Cuban really did wrong though, besides some of the stuff he's passed up on Shark Tank, he's really passed up some good opportunities. But the thing he really did wrong was uh when he signed Chandler Parsons to that big
0: contract. Man, that was rough. That was rough. That dude's yep.
2: still getting paid.
0: But but for real, if I could play for if I could play for any franchise right now, uh, it'd be the Miami Heat because. I think Eric Spolstra is a great. Fat. I think so Eric you know, is a great,
2: uh, <laughs> great a coach. Test, you know that? No. Every Monday he Good. tests the team's body fat percentage. That's wild. And if you're like too high, you get benched. I think that's why James Johnson wasn't playing the end of the season. They said conditioning. His huh. Was he wasn't conditioned enough?
0: That's wild. Yeah. But I you get like to you live in be Miami, and, of Miami and you get to you know you get to be around Pat Riley. Who's one of the greatest basketball minds ever, and I think that's the biggest appeal.
2: Zach Ayap is the Dion Waiters of this podcast, though. That's the truth. That's no. the truth. Shout out to Gummy Bear Zach.
0: Um, <laughs> have I ever seen Zach not take a three? I don't
2: know. When he gets in here, we're gonna ask him about all
0: the threes he always. Zach, takes. what brand of uh, calf sleeves do you wear?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that was bogus, Zach. Zach. Have you
2: ever have you ever not shot the three? No, I always shoot. The- <laughs> why? Why are you talking like this, Zach? of Justin. Uh, okay, that's a strange answer, but I'll let that pass. Um, well, thanks for thanks for coming in today, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> so um, my my last basketball theory is really you oh, kind of hit on it earlier. Adam Silver and the basketball gods, um, which is definitely not a band because it would be a terrible. But my, my last basketball theory is really that the Golden State Warriors, you know, they went from a team that nobody even really knew about. Like, I'm not sure that like my aunts, uncles, grandma, you know, yeah. even knew who the Golden State Warriors were. Like, they sound like a minor league team, right? <laughs> and
0: yeah, like, what's the difference between Golden State Warriors and Santa Cruz Warriors? I mean, well, there's
2: no difference right now. Yeah, that's but true. But my 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 last basketball theory was that. When, when they when they got Steve Kerr in, the Steve Kerr... And they always say, oh, Kerr got this team together and they had this basketball secret about passing. I mean, they were and like that, a 50-win like, team with they, Mark yeah, Jackson. They were a 50-win team, but Kerr changed him into this jersey. Yeah. Right? But here's the thing. I think that what Steve Kerr did... Because, you know, Steve Kerr played for Phil Jackson, the Zen master. Yeah. I think that what Steve Kerr did was he went out to the middle of nowhere and he found the Crossroads. And at the Crossroads, he sold... The Golden State Warriors sold to the devil in exchange for wins, right? He said, he said, we need to beat LeBron. He goes, and I got to beat Michael. And he said, we need 73 wins. And the devil was like, yeah, but when I come, you're going to pay the piper, you know? And so here they are, they're winning, they're winning, they're winning. And to keep it from falling apart, they kept buying assets. And they finally, they bought DeMarcus Cousins. They said... Five million dollars. We're gonna get you know top three center in the league. What happens? Cousins goes down. He goes down again. He's hurt again. Right? He gets to the playoffs. He gets hurt again. First game. Durant's out. Durant comes back. He gets hurt. Clay gets hurt. Season starts. Steph gets hurt. They 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 shoot for D'Angelo. He gets hurt. Livingston retires after they had put him back together out of band aids and duct tape. And and they lose all the pieces. Draymond goes down and now the people playing on this team could be in the anybody. brand new stadium. Like, I bet yeah, they get the brand new stadium, everything. And now the devil's come in and he says, "Yeah, you got your wins, but now I'm getting mine. We're no. going to send Jordan Poole and Kai Bowman out there tonight and y'all going to look bad."
0: But let's be real.
2: That's real theory right I, there. I
0: I'm all I'm almost, you know, not on the not quite convinced that the Warriors are losing because uh even when they're losing, they're about to win with the number one pick, and then you know everybody's going to be healthy next matter. year, and they're, they're coming back.
2: No, they so
0: we'll see. We'll see.
2: No, you know? see, that's what I'm telling you. Golden State was always cursed, and whenever a curse is broken, it's because of some voodoo, some kind of magic. And the only person that fixed this is either Sam and Dean from Supernatural, the Winchester Boys, or Buffy. We know Buffy can take care of this problem. And that's it. There's nobody else. They need to go get them Buffy. They ain't go get somebody that can solve a curse problem, because you can't be starting Jordan Poole and Kai Bowman and all these dudes we never heard of. I bet you there's somebody playing in the Warriors right now that we play with at the Rec, oh because there ain't nobody on that team that we've ever heard of. You know what I'm saying? The team is is lost. They are lost. Yeah. They are a lost cause. I mean, it's just a theory.
0: Uh, imagine that that uh. That Hall of Fame, that basketball Hall of Fame plaque, though. You know, I always think about this about Steve Kerr. Part of three of the five greatest dynasties of all time. You know, won a championship with the Bulls, won a championship in San Antonio, two in San Antonio, and uh, you know, obviously of the Warriors. That that's impressive oh, in yeah. its in its own right. And uh, he he played the same role in everyone. You know, he was the support guy.
2: He, he shot threes. <laughs> <laughs> Shot three He did not. He did not go to
0: the hoop. Yeah, but he's great. He's great, and I love him.
2: No, I, I I think Steve Kerr is great too. I, I I love the stuff he says. Uh, yeah. I just I think that he may have made a deal that he shouldn't have made. That's that's really all. I For
0: think. that number one pick.
2: And if they get number one pick, that's great. I, I mean, are they tanking right now? They're tanking, right? I mean, they got to be tanking. They, they're sitting around on extra It's games. like. The it, hurt yeah, it,
0: it's crazy to think that they're not. Um, I don't think they're evidently tanking. You know, I think they have that brand new stadium, so they still have to appear good and uh, sell out tickets and, and things like that. Like, many people want to go to the stadium.
2: I'm worried that e is going to get injured. <laughs> That's how far this thing's going. You be, be hearing about him on the news that E-40 got injured part of the Warriors curse. You know, don't be sitting on the sidelines there, boy. We gotta, we gotta right. keep the street real, man. We gotta keep it alive.
0: You think Steph's coming back? What if what if Steph and Clay come back at all star break and they win out the season?
2: I think that what they should do is they should just get Seth to come back and pretend he stuff. <laughs> Don't tell anybody.
0: They put Dell in the game.
2: Dell was still ball.
0: I, I bet. Ball.
2: I would love I would love to see that. I would love to, to see all the all the legends come back.
0: You know we've been we've been talking a lot about basketball on this podcast and not about not as much business. But uh, if you have one guy in the league to do business with, who's your guy?
2: I mean, someone that's playing. Yeah, current. Well, oh, the greatest business guy in the league is Kevin Durant.
0: Yeah, he says that. yeah. So, you know he he says I'll that. So KD. so I was thinking, excluding go KD, KD. Or
2: LeBron. I mean, mm-hmm. If we exclude those guys, now now you're right. It's like it's kind yep. of a, it's kind of a rough go. I have mine. Um, you know, I feel like if I was going to do business with anybody in the league that's not KD or Brown, and let's say I'm not totally worried about how much money they have, I just think they're good guys to be in business uh-huh. with, I think I'd go with uh, Isaiah Thomas, actually. I think that, one, I feel like if we were playing a pickup game, he would really ball me up, but like at least we're close to the same height, <laughs> better about it. And two, uh, his work ethics like uh, kind of legendary. Everybody talks about how much he's uh-huh. worth. Yeah. And I think being the last pick in the draft, he'd probably be a good guy to be a business with. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's a, he's kind of a mad dog. To you
0: finally to, you kind of relate to to that last yeah, pick in yeah, the I like, draft mentality. I like his
2: story and yeah and I like I also like how he like when he was in Boston he was it four because he was a fourth quarter king. Yeah. And he was. Yeah. He he take the fourth quarter and he just lights out.
0: That's in, how you want to end the, of the year.
2: business that I'm in, I feel like that's my job is i got to come in when it matters and then just do really good Yeah. or else everything's going to be bad. Yeah. And so I like that rush, that, that
0: yeah. bad rush kind of business. You know? Yep. So, Mine uh, yeah. I think is Vince Carter. The dude's dedicated, the dude, uh, you know, will do what it takes to uh, be a part of something special. That's true. Uh, I think the, the longevity, I think the, the work, and I think the wisdom. Yeah, I think that's my guy.
2: That's true. I mean, uh, it would be great to be in business with Vince. Really, I'd have to take an Enneagram test, though. I'd have to know, like, if you ain't a three in the Enneagram, I ain't doing business with you. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's one of my rules.
0: That's what we do in the temple. Only yeah. threes.
2: Only threes in the temple. That's right. Everybody knows that. Um, you
0: know, Prop said that he's the first rapper to drop his Enneagram in a rap song. You think we're the first podcasters to drop the Enneagram in a podcast?
1: No, there's no. No, That's not it. I mean, like absolutely. Why do you always call
2: enneagram? Yeah, that's what I'm concerned about. She keeps saying enneagram. All right, I'm gonna sign off on this podcast with this quote, Um, and and this quote I used to use this quote all the time because uh, when I was younger I wasn't a hustler like I am now, and uh, I really just wanted to uh, I don't know what I wanted to do, but it wasn't this. So people would say, hey, what do you want to do with your life? And this goes to nostalgia, because this is Nostalgia Night. It's Theory Night, it's Superstition Night, and it's Nostalgia Night on this podcast. Uh, If you all have seen the movie Say Anything, I would quote the legendary John Cusack playing Lloyd Dobler. He would say, well, I don't want to sell anything, buy anything, or process anything as a career. I don't want to sell anything bought or processed. Or buy anything sold or processed. Or process anything sold, bought, or processed. Or repair anything sold, bought, or processed. And you know what? To be honest, sometimes I still feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. This is episode of Am I a Baller? Zach, man, I'm sorry. I ain't got time for your nonsense. He's still putting on the calf on sleeves. putting put on the calf sleeves. But man, we look forward to having you on next week keep saving up all those hot takes. I I love, I looking at your notes, they look really good. I really like that note about how good I look. Good note, I like that. Dalton, any last words?
0: No, I think that's a wrap. I think we're turning around the season right now.
2: Turning around the season. Alright, ballers out. Carmelo Anthony seems like he should have been signed. Yep. Do you think this is like Colin Kaepernick kind of deal where he's getting blackballed because I mean he didn't he didn't take a knee during the anthem. The NBA is like way more woke than the NFL. Like the only guy I feel like could blackball you from the NBA is Barack Obama. You think Obama's got beef with Anthony? Like who else could even take you out? Like you know Michael Jordan, yeah. Barack Obama, yep. the only two black Jesuses running around out there. How would you feel about Carmelo Anthony playing for the Portland Trailblazers? Blazers? Yeah, so, so here's the thing. For the last
0: five years of
2: the league, Portland, this is decide, been my team. this is going to decide if you really like Carmelo Anthony. Because you're, you're if, you play, if you want him on your team, then then you believe in Carmelo. But if you don't, then you ain't staying mellow, as, as Carmelo would say. If you don't want him on your team, if you don't believe he's a great player and would make any team better... Then your answer is uh, no. I don't want him uh, on the Portland uh, first. First off, I never said that he would make any team better.
0: I know. But I'm, um, I'm, I'm asking. I you. think the major strength of the Portland Trailblazers, uh, right now, going into the season, you know, they made some good good pieces in the off season.
2: They're reloading. They're, they're firing up. they I don't care about of the Portland Trailblazers. I want to know if Carmelo took that last spot, are they going to be a better team? Should they sign Carmelo? And and this is this is the point. Or do you to just want know like Brooklyn? You are doing like Brooklyn. This <laughs> is the point.
0: To the net or to the Nuggets and to the Jazz is uh, their advantage. All three of those teams, their advantage in the West is their continuity and their chemistry. Adding in somebody
2: else right now is uh, it's a difficult thing. The Trailblazers shuffled the deck for the first time in years. They got Whiteside. They lost uh, yeah, Faried. I Nino mean, it's, it's and, the uh, most. It's the most they've changed it up. Traded to uh, to Los Angeles. Can't remember who was. You know, if
0: you're telling me Carmelo five years ago, yes. Oh but, my gosh, but everybody wants Carmelo. Five Five years ago. Carmelo, hey, everybody. Right now, on the Portland Trailblazers, I don't buy it. I'll-